Hey, welcome to the Life Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more info, you can check us out on Facebook at Life Church of Columbia. I didn't come with a sermon. I didn't come to preach. And to be honest, when I told him I had a word, when I was reminded it was getting closer to the date that he said, I was like, why in the world? What was I talking about? <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> what did I mean? What is that? And so I sat down to try to get together and prayerfully see what I was supposed to do tonight and where I was at that moment, where God had me at that moment when I would say that to him. And he said, you don't have to try to get it. I've been giving it to you. I've been giving it to you for a long time. And so you just speak the destiny of Life Church from my heart. So tonight, this isn't just for leadership or just for those that are the preachers and teachers and different. This is for every single person that comes to Life Church. So I'm going to slow down. I'm going to be like, I'm just going to s- slow down because I have some notes. But he showed me some things, and then I was like, Sometimes I don't know where it is in the Word, so I have a lot of Scripture because I was like, Jesus, where is that at? So then it just started coming like chapters. So what I'm saying is definitely from the heart of God. And uh, I don't know where to start. Um, In January of last year, and some things that I'm going to share that I've seen I thought was literally for me personally, but it came just in the past few days that it was for Life Church. That he wasn't just doing it in me, he was doing it for and in Life Church. Um, Lacey and I went to California last year in January, and while we were there, both of us had visions. And the vision that I had was the heart of God and us moving in the heart of God. At that point in time, I thought that it was... Lacey and I, because we went there for, for the ministry, for the well, and so I thought that it was, it was us. But it, it, it's not just us, it's, it's us. It's all of us, because I remembered, of, uh, it's probably been to maybe two or three years ago, that Brother Dean preached a sermon about the heart of God being here, the ear of God being attentive, his eye being here. We have captured the heart and the ear and the eyes of God. And uh, I'm just going to talk. Can I just talk? Okay. So back a couple of months ago, and this is just, I'm just kind of bringing some stuff in. Uh, We were in prayer, and God released a prophetic word about the mantle. And since that day, I have not been able to get the mantle. Remember that? About the mantle, that he was releasing a mantle of generals. The the mantle of a general. And I thought at that time it was just for our prayer group, it was just for this, but but it's not. It's everything that he's been showing me is for you, personally and corporately. Tonight I want to talk about us corporately. 
in uh, January of this year, we started a, which we always do it, we do the Daniel fast or whatever fast for 21 days and we seek the heart of God. And this year our theme was, and we're still doing it, I'm assuming I am, I'm running after it, um, was the presence of God, that we would be carriers of the presence of God. So I know that Josh had sent out, as I went out of town just a few days later, and he had sent out 2 Samuel. Well, I had told the girls before I left, I was like, look, it's in 2 Chronicles. But I began to, this is where he took me, was before the presence. And, I'm going to take my glasses off. Um, was before the presence. And I'm not going to read the whole chapter and I'm going to say this, I submit myself to correction. I submit myself to you judging. Please judge every word that I say. Uh, take it in your prayer closet. Take it in the Word of God. Because I, I submit myself to this body on that capacity. If anything that I say does not line up with the Word of God, why my nose always lines up here, uh, does not line up with the Word of God, I ask you to come to me. Come to me. Bring it to me because I, I, I just opened myself to y'all in that capacity. Thank you so much. I don't know why that does that. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, y'all. It's kind of gross, but I'm sorry. <laughs> it would be a lot grosser, but <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I haven't been nervous all day, but now I'm nervous. So in uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 12, there's... Um, the army is being assembled. This is before David took his people and went and got the ark. And I'm just going to read, just, I'm just going to skip through because I want to show you what God was showing me. To carry the presence, there is an order. There's always an order to carry the presence. There is an order personally and corporately in order to care. And it's God's order. It's not my order. I don't get to, I don't get to choose what order I, I line my life up with or, or what I line up with. God's chosen it. He's, it's His destiny from His heart. So I don't get to pick that. Um, but there must be an order um, to host the presence of God has been the heart of the leadership here and I pray the heart of every person that comes here that 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 is our prayer and that is our desperation at this time and I know that we have captured the heart of God we've got his attention <laughs> we've got his attention so I'm just gonna start in verse one I'm sorry I'm just trying to kind of there it says, Now these were the men who came to David at Ziglag while he was still a fugitive from Saul and of Cush. And there were among them, and I'm just going to take phrases out of here. Y'all can go back and read it and study it just for the sake of time. <clears throat> there were mighty men. It says, And among them, the mighty men, the helpers in the war, armed with bows, using both the right hand and the left hand, hurling stones. This is where he had me, and he just keeps me right there. Um, shooting arrows with the bow, 
They were of Benjamin. I'm going to skip down. Verse 8. Mighty men of valor, trained for battle, who could handle a shield and a spear, whose faces were like the faces of lions. I'm going to skip on down. David had a conversation with him. He says, if you have come peaceably to, help, to me, to help me, my heart will be united with you. Oh, 17. If you have come peaceably to me to help me, my heart will be united with you. But if you betray me to my enemies, since there is no wrong in my hands, may the God of our fathers look and bring judgment. And they said to him, We are yours, O David. We are on your side, O son of Jesse. Peace, peace to you, and peace to your helpers, for your God helps you. I'm just going to keep on going. I'm going to go down to 22. For at that time they came to David day by day to help him until it was a great army like the army of God. Now these were the numbers and divisions, and I'm not going to read the numbers or the tribes, but there were different tribes. From every tribe there were people there. They came, and this is what they were, that were equipped for war. They came according to the word of the Lord, armed for war, fit for war, valiant warriors. <laughs> I'm just skipping down, going through. Y'all can go back through and underline this. It's just, uh, and I just, what what they were equipped with and for. Mighty men of valor who were designated by name. I'm talking about y'all. <laughs> talking about y'all. Designated by name who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do who went out to battle, who were expert in war with all weapons of war, stout-hearted men who could keep ranks. <laughs> I, could, I could just stop right there, but I'm not. I'm just going to go on a little bit. Shield and spear, um, who could keep battle formation, of Asher, those who could go out to war and to keep battle formation, armed for battle, all these men of war who could keep ranks with a loyal heart were of one mind. And there in the last verse of that chapter it says, In the last part of that verse, it says, Provisions of flour and cakes of figs and cakes of raisins, wine and oil, oxen and sheep abundantly, for there was joy in Israel. When there was the order of the army, when God raised up the army in Israel, there was joy. <laughs> there was joy in Israel. Not one tribe was left out. I'm going to try to bring this down because this is what, we, what he showed me, that each family is important, each tribe is important, every, every, every person is important. It's not uh, the, the, where we're at now. We can't, I can't, Pastor can't, Josh can't, 
Colby Kent, the teachers on Wednesday night and Sunday morning, the praise team, we can't go here alone. It's going to take everybody, every single body, every single family. I don't know if Rebecca's here tonight, but when she shared her dream the other morning about the rooms and them being connected. I could so see this. That's what God's doing. It's so connecting us that there's no walls. We're, we're, we're so connected and that we build the wall, really. Sorry. <clears throat> Said I wasn't going to get crunk up too much, so <laughs> now i got to prove Josh wrong. <laughs> so with this being said... And from back in, I guess, October and November when he released that prophetic word, he actually released two prophetic words, both in prayer. Um, one was about the mantle being released. And the second one was about the strategies. In the first prophetic word, he called us generals. In the second prophetic word, he referred to himself as the captain of angel armies. And, <laughs> you remember? <laughs> so he was just putting those together, and it's recorded somewhere. Um, but this showed me that we can seek for the presence, but unless we contend for the presence, we're not going to get it. The presence of God does not come by osmosis, or we would all be walking in the glory all the time. <laughs> we would all be there. I'd wake up in it, go to bed in it, but you got to contend for that. you got to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning sometimes and get on your face for that. you got to lay yourself down for that. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I began to ask him, well, he began to show me some things. In January, I went to... Uh, I went to Washington, and it just came about that I went there. I mean, it was like in a day he provided everything, and boom, we were gone. The next day, it was just so quick. But on the way there, I knew in my spirit, but I didn't know what it meant, that I was going to represent Life Church. I was representing Life Church. I didn't say that to the people that I was with, but in my spirit, I knew, but I didn't know. I was like, there's going to be thousands of people there you know and I mean what about what about you know they don't even know live church exists <laughs> you know I mean that's what was my thought process but while I was there I had a vision actually before we got there at the 57 mile marker going into DC uh, is when I saw the feet of Jesus planted at the Capitol in his garments and he began to speak to me about his garments and how we remember that word I gave that morning when all this was happening that as long as we stayed under the garment, we stayed in the garment, stayed under his covering, we was going to be okay. So I thought it was a national thing, right? I still do. I mean, I, it, it's part that. It's part that, no doubt. Um, still speaking to me about mantles, and I'm just going to say it. This body is mantled is a governmental body. It is mantled. We are mantled for government. We are mantled for government. 
Whether you want to acknowledge it, whether you want to pay the price for it or not, you walk in here on a Sunday morning, you walk in here anytime, even when there's nobody in the building and people will say, hey, I can feel the presence of God. It's because we are mantled. <laughs> it's because it's here, because His eyes here, His, his ears here, His heart's here, His words here. It don't come cheap. A lot of people just get to walk into it. <laughs> but it's been fought for <laughs> in places that a lot of people don't even realize that it's fought for. I'm getting ahead of myself. We're mantled for intercession. We are mantled for intercession. It is time, y'all. <laughs> it is time. I'm going to say some really blunt stuff, and it's going to be straight out of the heart of God because... Because this is going to be a growing up. Right now we're in a season, God showed me, of a supernatural growth. A supernatural growth. <laughs> Intercession is an act of intervening on behalf of another. Intercession is a step up from... Prayer. <laughs> it's a step up from just prayer. I pray over my meal, but I don't intercede over it. You know, maybe I should. I wouldn't get the calories I got. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean, I pray over some things, but I don't intercede over it. Intercession is praying God's heart in a situation. Intercession has the ability to change cultures, to change mindsets, to bring people into the kingdom, to change government, to change atmospheres. It's intercession. You get to walk in here on a Sunday morning because there's been some intercession going on. On a Saturday morning and on a Wednesday and on any given day of the week before the sun comes up, there, and I'm just not tooting their horn, but I'm saying it's a constant thing of people continually. There's not a day that don't go by that someone's not in here contending. Not a day. I can tell you I live right there. There's not a day. I like to get up and step outside sometimes. and I mean, as the sun's coming up, there's Josh and Colby over here. Or there's Pastor. Or there's somebody in this building praying. The level of government, <laughs> the mantle of government, that's in, that's in Isaiah, there's another scripture. I'm just going to throw out some scripture because I don't want you to think it's all me because it is about Jesus. And he, he it's about his blood. It's that he is alive. He is alive. It is about him and him alone. It's about his garments, his blood, his people, his word. It's all his. Every bit of it is Jesus Christ. It's His inheritance. We are His inheritance. Okay. Um, sorry, guys. Isaiah 9 and 6, it's about Jesus. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon His shoulders. In His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of His government and peace there will be no end. 
and over, uh, upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it, to establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. It's His. <laughs> it's His. So I looked up today, I was just looking up what a governmental mantle is because I had it in here, but I, I needed to get it out there. So um, the governmental mantle carries with it legislative power to shift. To shift. The governmental mantle of God will shift economies. Look around you. There's kingdom businesses in our body and they're, they're continually springing up. I believe it's because they're under a mantle. I mean, I believe it. I, I don't think it's luck or happenstance or circumstance. I believe it's because they're under a mantle. <laughs> I believe that a lot of people walk in here, even myself included, and I get benefits because of the mantle that's on this body. I get to walk in things today because of the mantle that's on this body, the things that were fought for in prayer. Because of a governmental mantle, not, not any governmental mantle, but the governmental mantle of the kingdom of God, of the, of the government that sits on Christ's shoulders, we get the privilege to shift atmosphere, atmospheres. <laughs> For instance, I get to go to the prison and shift the atmosphere. <laughs> Kenny gets to go to the school and shift the atmosphere. <laughs> You get to go to your home on a Monday and shift the atmosphere because of the mantle that you set under. Because of the, because of the mantle that you set under. Because of the mantle. Because of His garments. I don't want to give glory to the... Uh, it's His. <laughs> it's His. <laughs> it's went out from Caldwell Parish to even LaSalle Parish. We, hey! <laughs> and there's a shifting going on. There's a regional shifting going on. <laughs> because of the mantle of Life Church. <laughs> My goodness. Elements. We get to shift elements. Now, I looked up elements, and there's a lot of elements in this world. <laughs> but here's just a couple. Uh, an environment naturally suited <laughs> for an individual, their elements. We get to shift that because of the mantle. You can walk into someone's life. Someone said this. Uh, when we were in Washington, and it just stuck with me. Never leave anyone the way you found them. You're a believer? You don't leave anybody the way you found them. You don't have the right to leave them the way you found them. 
And that just, just stuck with me. <laughs> Don't you leave them the way you found them. Um, we get to encounter people on a daily basis and shift. Shift a mindset. Shift an atmosphere around them. It says an element is a, a part of a military force, a ground unit. We got our feet on the ground and we get to shift. We get to shift some things. <laughs> a unit of Air Force. I mean, when the snow got us all trapped in our houses, we were in here praying over the sound waves, over the... <laughs> Did y'all feel that anointing coming through <laughs> the airwaves? Because somebody was contending for it that you would feel it, that it would strike the mark of your heart. Get this. Artificially reproduced <laughs> atomic power. Isn't the enemy always artificially trying to reproduce something? It's fate. We, we, we have dominion over that. We can shift that. We can turn that because of the mantle. <laughs> we shut down. We have the power to shut down principalities. Intercession. <laughs> we have that. There's some principalities, and I'm afraid that we've we've backed down a lot of times because whoa, what if that thing backlashes on me? What if what if everything in my life gets attacked? <laughs> We're under a mantle of Jesus Christ, the governmental mantle of Jesus Christ, to set kings in place. To govern the government of the earth. To govern the government. I was very... Um, this is just a few. This is just a few of the benefits that we get from sitting under the mantle. From being under the mantle. From living under the mantle. So in prayer, I'm going to make a couple of statements real quick. Just kind of hit the mark with this. It's something that he spoke to me. We don't get to choose when we wear the mantle. <laughs> we don't get to choose when we put it on, when we take it off. Because <laughs> it's good to walk in here and just step under the mantle and just, just, just be under his garments and just... But what happens when we walk out there and encounter the world? Are we still wearing that mantle that will shift for people? That will shift the economy? That will shift schools and prisons and sheriff's departments and people's lives? Uh, we don't get this mantle because... We're doing it all right. So we can't get haughty and say, whew, we got that. Because I believe, as far, I'm not just going to say this, this is kind of why I didn't want it on Facebook, because I'm going to say it. I believe that we carry the governmental mantle for Caldwell Parish. 
Period. We, I, that's, I believe we carry it. I believe it's ours. I believe God gave it to us. I believe He's calling us to a place that we have to start wearing it at all times. We don't have the privilege to take it off and put on our sleep clothes anymore. Try not to be all over the place. <laughs> just let me know, Josh. Um, it's just a few things I want to... Because uh, I asked him, Lord, what does the mantle look like? It looks like Isaiah 11, verse 2. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Spirit of counsel and of might. The Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. That's what we're mantled with. That's what we're mantled with. Nothing's left out. Really? The whole body of Christ is mantled with this. We're just being pulled up into it at this season in time. This is our season. This is our season to govern. This is our season to intercede. This is our season to see things change and shift. And not just ours, but this whole body because I can't get there without you. You can't get there without me. It takes every single one of us. Every single one of us. There's no more. There can be no more excuse. See, he spoke this to me last Sunday morning. You get up, you get dressed, and you go. And you put on makeup and you fix your hair. Because you don't have any excuse. And that has stuck with me. And now I'm saying to you, you don't have any excuse. We don't get the liberty of excuse anymore. Tonight your eyes are being opened to what, what happens here that should go out in effect there. We can't, we don't have the liberty of excuses anymore at all. I saw, right before I went to Washington, I saw... Uh, I saw God's, he had in his hand a uh, heart. And I knew that it was mine, and I've not really been w real well. Those that real, are real close to me, they know that when he starts digging around in my heart, I don't really go through it well. <laughs> I usually don't, but I just saw, and I, I, I asked him, and he didn't say anything, but uh, I saw him like, it's like he had the heart, and he just opened it. start fishing around in there <laughs> I don't even know what's about to come out you know but it, uh, and I was kind of pulled back from it but he showed me and he took me after we got back actually while I was there he started taking me on a journey of doing just that but in a way that I didn't know that that's what he was doing and I'm actually still in that journey and the more he inspects, because he's touched everything, word by word, he's touched everything. But the things that he touches, every part of it, 
All I can see now is he's alive. <laughs> he's alive. And I look back and he's he just, just show me this. It wasn't just in me, but it's been in you too. That he's taken those things in our heart and he's been preparing our heart. He's been preparing our heart. He's been preparing our heart and our lives to carry this level of a mantle. He's been preparing us all along. Probably over the past two years, I know that he's been preparing. I just think of people that are close to me and he's just, I, I, I could see it clearly that it wasn't just my heart that he opened up, but it was Josh's too. And it was Colby's too. And it was, it was yours too. It was Michael's too. So he's been preparing us as one body. Um, a lot of scripture. Two weeks ago, we were here praying on a Saturday morning, and as as soon as I went into prayer, I saw us, all of us. So nobody's left out. I saw us and I saw the garments. But they were so big. They were so big. You know, it was like they just didn't fit. Like, you know, they were so big. And we have no excuse not to grow into these garments. I came up to him, and we have no excuse. We get nutrition. We get plenty to eat that we should grow, that we should grow into the garment, that if we're taking what is coming out of this pulpit and what God is out of his heart downloading into this body, We should grow pretty quick. In fact, he said this is a season of supernatural growth if you apply yourself. I don't want to want anybody in this room to think I can just come in here and I can sit here on a Sunday morning and I can get the family text once or twice a week and read them and I'm going to grow from that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it don't come by osmosis. And he's calling everyone into this place, not just some people, but everybody. And we can't do it without you. If he brought you here, you were designated by name. You were designated by name to come here and be a part of this and to function here. And he armed you with whatever weapon he, he gave you. I don't know what everybody's weapons are, but I know that everybody's got a weapon. Yours may not look like mine. Mine don't look like Josh's. Mine don't look like Lacey's, but mine don't look like hers. But everybody's got a weapon. And you have been skilled to use it. If you choose it. If you've chosen to use it. If you don't know what your weapon of war is, just ask him. He'll tell you. <laughs> He'll show you. What are you most passionate in? Is it worship? 
Is it the word? Is it prayer? Where, where, what is it? Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. There's no excuse not to be using your weapon. If you don't know what it is, come to me. I'll pray and we, we, will, we will ask him and he will tell us. And he will teach you how to use it. <laughs> so, there's some things I'm not going to share because I don't think I'm supposed to right now. Um, so when I saw that vision of our, our hearts operating in his heart, that's the place we should always operate out of. Is in his presence. He spoke to me uh, last Saturday too and said, anything that we do, and I had to go to Sister Patty, and I was like, is this legal? Is this right? What is this? But anything that we do outside of the presence is religion. <laughs> anything outside of the presence is religion. Or flesh. And it only holds the power that in that moment it makes you feel good. That's all the power it's got. It's an emotional feeling. But when we become carriers of the presence of God, it's the craziest thing happens. He begins to carry us. He begins to carry our conversations. He begins to carry our walk. He begins to carry our finances. He begins to carry our kids. He begins to carry every part of our life. He begins to carry our marriages. He begins to carry us. When we... <laughs> I was thinking about what it was. <laughs> when we carry the, become carriers of the presence... Something supernaturally happens and, and the presence begins to carry us. It begins to carry our conversations, our homes, our finances, our marriages. Every, it just carries us. And I've been a witness to that over the past month. I mean, I've just watched him do it. And I'll be in situations and I'm like, whoa, he carried me in that. <laughs> he carried my voice in that. He carried my opinion in that. He carried it. I didn't. And so that just, that, that's good. Um, when we were here and he released the word that he is the commander of angel armies, um, that he knows our enemies, he knows where we're at, that he was releasing strategy. He said that twice about releasing strategy. Uh, he said that he would... I listened to it today again. But he said that he would release um, the strategy, the strength, and the help. It's all going to come from him. Angelic help. I'm just going to step out there. There's angels ready to assist us. <laughs> I mean, they're ready. They're ready. They're ready for the word to come out of your mouth. <laughs> and your faith to be heard in heaven. Because it's all by faith. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just <laughs> Is it recording? What did I say, Josh?
strategy, strength, and help. Help. Angelic help. There are angels ready to assist us. And he he's commands them. He commands angels. He is the commander of angel armies. We're his army. He's fit us together. He's raised us up. <coughs> he's raised us up. So to yesterday, he said this, and then I'm just going to close it. And <laughs> no, there's two more things. Sorry. I am going to say this. He spoke this to me, and I was like, whoa. He says, I am not the God of a dead church. I am the God of a living body. And I'm going to tell you what, even though he searched my heart and he's took me on a journey with him that proved to me that he is alive, then it, that was then that I recognized that there were, there were places that I thought he was dead at. <laughs> there, I mean, he searched. He searched me. He's still searching me. He's still searching me. And he's showing me, you thought I was dead right there. <laughs> but I'm alive. I'm alive and I'm going to change that. That's not a graveyard for you anymore. <laughs> That's not a graveyard. You get to step in because I stepped out. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, we get to step in because he stepped out of the grave. <laughs> My God, I'm just going to help myself right now. That's so good. Whoo. <laughs> I'm not throwing stones at any place in the body of Christ at all. I'm not. I pray that every, every member of the body of Christ come alive, comes alive, comes alive, that the very breath of God begins to blow and begins to blow air in every set of lungs that calls themselves by His name. So hear my heart. We are mantled for this community. We are mantled for your family and you're mantled for my family. We are mantled and there is no more an excuse to come in and sit down and not do your part. Everybody has a part. I, I'm going to say it. Can I say it? I get discouraged sometimes when there's prayer meetings called. <sighs> He's had to search my heart about that too a lot. <laughs> this is going to be real. Because sometimes I want to know why I'm here on 7 o'clock on a Saturday morning and you ain't. I mean, <laughs> this is being real. I'm just exposing my heart and being real. And... This is what he showed me. This is a strategy for this body. You don't all have to be here on a Saturday morning. You don't. But what you do have to do is find your people and start praying. Wherever it's at, <laughs> Whatever time of the day or night it is, some of you work in school together. 
Some of you, I mean, you hang out. We hang out. Everybody's got somebody. If you don't have somebody, let me know. We'll hook you up with somebody or you can hook up with me or whatever. But we have to start praying. I saw different people in homes, on jobs, in different places just praying. It don't have to be just like, I am that one that's like, ah, cut that giant's head off. I am that. <laughs> I am that. And sometimes I literally like, Bruh! you know, I mean, I get that intense in prayer sometimes. <laughs> I do. I am that one. But, uh, but some people don't know <laughs> where I come from. <laughs> You don't know the pit I came out of. You don't know how I had to fight. You don't know how I had to fight to get here that day. You don't know. So if I can fight there, I can fight here. So this is what he showed me when he released me to to forgive all y'all for not coming on a Saturday morning. This is what he said. He gave me the vision of people finding their person. Find your clique. Find your, I know we don't like that word. Find your person that you, that you, you click with. I'm going to tell you what, me and Sister Patty, we don't go hang out at different places. We don't go eat lunch together, but we pray together sometimes, a lot of times. And I'm going to tell you what, I can hear her voice, <laughs> and I, boom, I'm there. I mean, it's like, wah, wah, we're there. I mean, it's just a connection in the spirit because we begin to pray together, you know, and different ones. I mean, I can hear their voice in worship, and boom, we're there. I mean, just there. Boom, boom, boom. That's what, that's what God is calling us to. Find your person, begin to pray. In fact, he gave me these scriptures. I'm going to read all these. It's in Jeremiah chapter 9. It says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Consider and call for the mourning women, that they may come and send for the skillful women. If you don't know how to do anything but bless your food, there's a lot of women and men in this building that know how to pray. Get a hold to one of them. Get a hold to one of them. If you just sit and listen, if you just slip in or you go to their house and just listen. Just listen. Now you just listen. You can you can join you can join in agreement just listening. Yes, Lord. And you'll learn how to pray. You'll learn how to intercede. It says send for the skillful wailing women that they may come. Let them make haste. Let them hurry up and take up wailing for us. That our eyes may run with tears and our eyelids gush with water. For a voice of wailing is heard in Zion. How we are plundered. The body of Christ is plundered. I don't know if y'all know it or not, but the body of Christ as a whole is plundered. There is a plundering of the body of Christ's goods. The devil's getting joy and peace and all kind of stuff every day. Plundering. For a voice of wailing is heard in Zion. How we are plundered. We are greatly ashamed because we have forsaken the land. Because we have been cast out of our dwellings. 
Yet, yet hear the word of the Lord, O women. Let your ear receive the word of His mouth. Teach your daughters welling. Teach your kids to pray. Teach your children to pray. And everyone her neighbor, lamentation. For death has come through our windows and has entered our palaces to kill off the children no longer to be outside. There is an enemy that wants our children because they're, they're the goods of the kingdom. <laughs> I mean, they are. They're, they're, they're the next generation. I'm going to be real with you. So used to... I'm exposing so much. <laughs> used to, Josh, he, he teaches a lot on family. And it's all about family. And he's taught it since I've been here. But you see, my family's broken. So I could never catch it in spirit. And I'd be mad because I had a family then. But I finally caught it in the spirit. <laughs> but I finally caught it in the spirit. <laughs> and because I'm a part of a family <laughs> that'll war for me, I have the hope. That one day my family will be restored because I'm part of a family. <laughs> because I'm under the mantle. Because I'm a part of the family. And what used to make me just get sick to my stomach because I would look at my family and I would say, God, and I would look around the church and everybody has a kid with them or a husband with them or somebody and I would be alone and it would just do something on the inside of me. And I tell you what, God released me. He broke it. He said, you're a part of a family. You're a part of my family and we are family and I can't do this without you and you can't do this without me and we're called to a mantle and he has released his garments and he has released his strategy and we got to grow up into the mantle into his into his garments it's his it was purchased with his blood we were purchased with his blood the testimony of life church is that he is alive that he is alive I mean, and I, I really, I, I wondered, was I dead and I didn't know it? I'm serious. Because he's so come alive to me. In parts of my life, I didn't even realize that I was, I was functioning like it was dead. What was I showing other people that I serve a dead God? So now I burn. I burn because he's alive. And he's given me this revelation that he is alive. And he stood up from his holy habitation. And he's looking. And he's coming to do something. And he's stretched out his measuring tape. And where I don't measure up, he's pulling me up. And where I don't get it, I'm getting it. Because of him. Not because of me, but because of him. <sighs> Oh, I didn't even finish my scripture. Just listen to this. On in verse 22. I'm going to finish this out real quick. 
Thus says the Lord, even the carcasses of men shall fall as a refuse, as a refuse on, the open, on the open field, like cuttings after a harvester. No one shall gather them. Thus says the Lord. Here we go, y'all. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. So as I said earlier, it ain't because we got it all together. <laughs> it ain't because we're doing it all right. It's because our heart is desperate for his presence. <laughs> But let him who glories, glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says God, says the Lord. I know there's some intercessors in here, and I say intercession because that's a step up from prayer, and I know everybody's called to it. There's some praying people in this church. <clears throat> and we have no excuse. The Lord told me that our eyes would be enlightened to what we carry. In fact, he showed me that the mantle, when we were, when I seen us, they were too big for us. It's a word I use, he used, how I saw it. We treat it nonchalantly. Some may not even knew that we carried a mantle. I mean, and that's okay. I mean, that's fine. Now you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's cool. Now, now you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's okay not to know, but when you know, you're held accountable. And we are held accountable because the glory is going to come. I've been hearing this today in my spirit. Sister Patty, she she knows we gotta. That's her sermon. I'm gonna let her do that sermon. I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna let her release that word. But I'll give you a sneak peek. We're mantled for revival. Today, this has been in my spirit. We are the revival. <laughs> we are the revival. It's our hearts that's gonna burn and catch his heart on fire and catch their heart on fire. We are the revival. But this comes through a place of intercession, through a place of governing. I'm not letting that in. I'm standing in the gate. I'm a watchman on the wall. And that ain't coming in. There's seers in this building tonight. There's hearers. I'm not the only one that hears the voice of God. Y'all hear, y'all see, God's gifted us with that. People call me names, but I'm telling you, everybody in here has got a gift. Yeah. 
there's watchmen, there's, they're, they're just, you just are. Worshippers, businessmen and women, shifting economies for families, <laughs> for communities, happening because of the mantle. Let us not, from this night forward, take for granted the mantle that Jesus Christ placed on this church. It's not on every place that calls itself a church. It's not. But it's not because we're special. But it's because we will contend. For what he paid for. For his inheritance. <clears throat> oh. I want to open up to, can I do this? Go scary looking. <laughs> okay. If you pray, when I say pray, you pray. If you pray and you've seen something over this body, come pray for this body. If God's put something in your spirit that's burning, there's no more excuses that I'm not there. I don't pray with so-and-so. I don't, I don't do it like them. There's no more excuses. If you've seen or heard something over this body, now's the time for you to come and intercede while the family's here. Thank you for listening to this Life Church podcast. 